Namaste and welcome to Kidacity, where kids share, learn and have fun together. I'm your host, Samachita. I have something funny to share with all of you. My parents received this joke on WhatsApp. Here it goes. A teacher asked the kids in her online class to write a small paragraph about Corona. So one kid wrote, Corona is a big new festival. It comes after Holi and lasts for many days. A lot of food is made during the festival. All live together in the house. School is closed for months. Exams are cancelled. Shops, offices are closed. Everyone celebrates this festival by wearing face masks and doing namaste. During the festival, Papa wears shorts, t-shirts, washes the dishes and mops the floor. While mom spends most of her time cooking and checking her mobile phone. Wasn't that funny? I love funny things and this week I will talk about all things funny and happy. I will share some good news from around the world, review a funny book and some fun and easy things to do that can make us laugh and be happy. But the best part is my interview with the executive editor of Amar Chitrakada and Tinker, Ms. Reena Aipuri. Let's get started with some good news. A temple believed to be 500 years old has been found in the Mahanadi River in Odisha. An entire village and the temple went underwater, which is also called getting submerged, almost 100 years ago. This happened because the river changed its course due to flooding. An archaeology survey team of the Indian National Trust for Art and Cultural Heritage said that they discovered the temple recently after its tip partly surfaced. Locals say around 11 years ago, the temple top was first seen above water level and since then, researchers have been tracking it. The construction style of the mastaka, or temple top, and the building material used tell us that the temple dates back to the late 15th or early 16th century. Wow! A temple that was built thousands of years ago got submerged 100 years ago and was discovered this week. Isn't that an amazing timeline? The second news this week is a little funny one. Do you know the smelliest fruit in the world? It is called a durian and it is found in many Asian countries such as Thailand, Singapore, China, etc. The fruit has such a strong and pungent smell that carrying it in the subways is banned in Singapore. This week, police, firefighters and emergency services were called to a post office in a Bavarian town in Germany. After staff noticed the smell coming from a package, the entire building was evacuated, with around 60 employees forced to leave. Before the package was carefully examined, it turned out to contain four Thai durian fruits. Lastly, an annular solar eclipse took place on Sunday, June 21st. A solar eclipse occurs when the moon passes between the earth and the sun and all three are aligned in a straight line or almost straight line. The moon blocks the rays of the sun from directly reaching the earth and we witness a solar eclipse. An annular eclipse 
where the moon is so far from the earth that it fails to cover the sun completely and leaves the outer rims visible, thus creating the ring of fire in the sky. Many people from around the world enjoy this beautiful sight in the sky. This brings us to the end of this week's good news. You are still with me, Summer, and now it's time for You Should Read, my brief review of a children's book that I love reading and hope you will too. This week, I'm reading the Puffin Book of Funny Stories. This book is a collection of 16 short and funny stories written by various Indian authors such as Ruskin Bond, Satyajit Ray, Arjun Narayan, etc. There is a story about an ugly witch that goes into Cinderella's story and changes all parts of it. Another one is a story of two sisters who go to different schools. The younger one keeps teaching the older one new things in English. There is one more story about a man who can do a zillion things at once while picking his nose, but cannot focus on one thing. All the stories are short and the illustrations are quite funny too. I especially like the illustrations of the story The Passive Voice by Boyle Sen Gupta that shows two girls with their braids tied up in a knot. <laughs> I give this book a 4 out of 5 on language, 5 out of 5 on illustrations, and 5 out of 5 on the stories. Overall, I highly recommend it that you buy it or borrow this book and read it. One of my all-time favorite books is Tinkle. I love all the characters in it and Sapundi is my favorite. Whenever I spot a Tinkle, I have to finish reading it in a shot. This week, I read the first ever Tinkle that was published almost 40 years back in 1980. It was awesome to know that my parents had read the same stories when they were young. In my inspiring interviews this week, I will be speaking to Miss Rina Aipuri, Executive Editor at Amar Chitrakada. She has been with the company since 1991 and had worked with Mr. Anand Pai, the creator of Amar Chitrakada and Tinkle, till 2005. She started the Tinkle holiday specials and helped develop and create new characters like Little Shambu, Junior Tantri, Mops, Purr, and Little Supandi. Miss Rina became the editor of Amar Chitrakada in 2008. She has also created storybooks for younger children in the same series, Amar Chitrakada Junior. In her long association with both the magazines, Miss Rina does not even remember one day when she felt that she was coming to work. Because it has been one fun-filled journey and that is what she would like to convey to her books to every child. Before I speak to Miss Rina, ma'am, let me tell you about the creator of Tinkle and Amar Chitrakada, Mr. Anand Pai. He started Amar Chitrakada, a comic book series related to Indian folk tales, Hindu mythology, and biographies of historical persons. The idea behind starting this came from a quiz contest aired on TV in February 1967, in which participants could easily answer questions from Greek mythology, 
but were unable to reply to the question. In Ramayana, who is Rama's mother? In November 1980, he started Tinker, and the first edition was published in December 1980. Uncle Pai was very fond of children. Millions of Amar Chitrakuta books continued to be sold worldwide. Many children like me also learn about Indian culture and history through these books. We at Kirasati thank you Uncle Pai for giving all children such a wonderful gift. I'm extremely thankful to Reena ma'am for agreeing to speak with Kirasati. Welcome to Kirasati ma'am. I love reading Amar Chitrakuta. Can you tell us how you made stories from Indian mythology and heroes so interesting for children to read? Thank you Samarth. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so glad you find Amar Chitrakuta stories interesting and I hope all the children who read them also do. See the whole idea when Uncle Pai took up these stories from mythology, from history, from our literature was to give them in such a way to children that they would find it very very interesting and would be compelled you know would be would be drawn to reading the comics and for that he did use this format comics you see in the 1960s when i was a child comics were actually a strict no no you know people didn't really approve of comics too much but uncle pai recognized that children loved comics they loved reading pictures uh, re- uh, seeing the pictures and reading the stories and so he used a format the comics format to tell the stories and that's how he made it interesting for children thank you ma'am Characters like Sapandi, Shambhu, Kaliya the Crow from Tinkle have been around since my parents were kids. How do you create so many stories based on the same characters? You know, Samarth, when a character is created, a character like Sapandi or a character like Shambhu, the person who creates it or the team that creates it knows exactly what basic traits that character is going to have and what kind of adventures he's going to have what kind of uh, situations he's going to get into like for supandi it was settled well beforehand that he would be a bumbling stumbling person who was always getting into trouble so after that it was easy you know you, for every story you just had to think of some kind of a problem situation some kind of a silly situation and fit supandi into it so so many stories hundreds and thousands of stories have been created around supandi uh, the same with shambhu you know he started off as a hunter a bumbling hunter who was um, who you know caught animals by sheer luck or chance and even after becoming a conservationist he still got uh, injured animals or animals that needed help he would get them but still by you know by a fluke or by chance he would get them but the exciting thing about creating a new shambhu story or a new supandi story supandi story for shambhu i remember when i was associate editor of tinkle we used to plan which animal is going to come into the next story so we would go to the atlases we would go to uh, you know encyclopedia and then see which exotic animal came from which land and so we would choose okay the oryx or maybe it could be the snow leopard or it could be the lemur and then we would travel with Uh, shambhu all over the world and have his adventures and you know and get to know new animals and tell children about new animals and create stories around them 
So that's how we get new stories for these characters who've been with us for so many years. Our parents and school encourage us to read interesting books, but not all children like reading books. Can such kids listen or watch stories from our Chitrakada and Tinkle? Yes, not every child uh, enjoys reading. And I think that's fine. That's okay. Everyone cannot enjoy everything. Can they? But I have still to meet a child who doesn't like stories. I mean, every child loves to hear a story. If not read, then he definitely likes to hear it. Uh, so for them, we have videos of Supandi and Shikari Shambhu, which they can watch on the Tinkle app. You can download the Tinkle app and you can watch uh, these stories on the app. Uh, or they could even download an ebook uh, on the Amar Chitrakatha app and go through it on a tablet or on a phone. You see, I mean, maybe they'd still have to read it, I guess, on the tablet, but uh, maybe they'd find it more interesting to go through it on a digital device rather than hold a book. If that's, if that's what they don't like doing, you know, sitting down with a book, then maybe on a device they could just flip through it quickly and go through it. And if they're interested, they would read the panels as they pass by. So there are many options. And yes, we do have other ways of, um, you know, getting to know these stories, getting to hear these stories. Finally, can you tell us something about Uncle Pai that many of us do not know? There are so many things that I remember about Uncle Pai. And I would love to tell you all of them. But I guess I'll have to pick one or two. So I worked with Uncle Pai for 15 years. And I used to uh, talk to him and consult him even after I became editor of Amar Chitrakatha. The one thing I remember the most about Uncle Pai is that when I was with him, when I was on the team, when I was working with him, he never once lost his temper with me or with any members of the team. He always had a smile, he always had a laugh, and he always had a very unique way of telling us that we were doing something wrong. So if I made a mistake, if I did something wrong, he would call me to his office and he would make me sit down and then he would recite to me a Sanskrit shlok, which of course I found it difficult to understand because I was not very smart at Sanskrit. So I would say, um, Mr. Pai, what does it mean, Mr. Pai? And Mr. Pai would explain it to me. And when he explained it to me, it would click and I would know, oh, oh he's talking about that. He's talking about that mistake which I made. And I would laugh and he would laugh. and the lesson would stay in my mind. I may not remember the shloka, but definitely what he meant to convey through that shloka, that would stay in my mind and I would not repeat that mistake again if I could help it. So he was a wonderful person to work with, very cheerful and um, very caring. And the way he nurtured us, the way he looked after us, and the way he sort of encouraged us to make mistakes, learn from our mistakes, and go on. And the biggest lesson he taught me was, you know, never to give up on anything. Just to keep at it, keep on working, keep on doing your best, give your best. You don't always succeed, but you have to try because in the end, that's what will make you succeed. And that's the lesson I have taken away from Uncle Pai. Wasn't that an inspiring interview? 
So much hard work goes into creating a story, a character and a book. Thank you ma'am from all of us at Kidacity. We are almost at the end of the show and I want to leave you with some ideas to have fun and laugh with your friends and family. First, read a funny book together. It doesn't mean that you have to fight to read the same book, but let one person read and the other person listen. But if you can share the same joke and laugh out. Second, ask your parents to show you some old photos of theirs, mostly from when they were younger. You will see how funny or cute they look and they will also end up telling you stories about when the photo was taken. This can become even better if you ask your grandparents to show you the pictures of your parents. Finally, start reading the comic section in the newspaper. Some papers also have kids section where you can solve puzzles, get your writings or drawings published. Max by Patrick O'Donnell is my favorite comic strip. The best way to read the newspaper is to put it on the floor and open it wide. This is all for this week folks. Until next week, stay safe, keep laughing and be happy. Thank you and Jay Hind from Kidacity.